Hey, welcome back to episode four of Enduring Faith. This is Jamie, and today we're talking about loving others. And this is a response to receiving God's love that we talked about last time in episode three. And I mentioned that um, when we receive God's love, it's so much of it that it overflows through us and that we can then um, love others well because we truly have accepted how much God loves us. And so the scripture for today is 1 John four nineteen, where it says, we love because he first loved us. And I just think that's a perfect description of what we're going to talk about today. And, you know, once we have let go of some of this stuff that was holding us back from receiving God's love, then we are more capable of loving others and forgiving more easily and, you know, growing those connections with people. And so I wanted to share some things that I've learned in the last several years um, in my own just walk or journey of faith and growing closer to God. This is definitely something that I um, have had to work on. I truly do want to love others well because God loves me so much and I can bless others by using that abundance of love that he gives to me to pour out to others. You know, it's harder to love others well if we feel unworthy of being loved. And so if you missed that, if you missed the last episode where I talk about that, please go back and listen. It's so important um, to be able to let go of all the things that are holding us back so that we can receive the greatest gift ever, which is God's love for us. I just came up with a few things that I've learned that I want to share about how to love others well and how to um, respond to God's love by um, just pouring that love into other people. So of course, the first step is to receive God's love, but then, you know, we have to be able to forgive ourselves first and foremost and understand that we are already forgiven, that Jesus already died for us, that receiving God's love is a choice and all we have to do is say yes and receive it um, and just accept that gift. But then when it comes to loving others, so that I guess is more of of loving ourselves. We have to be able to, to love ourselves first and love God and receive God's love, right? And, and truly believe that he loves us and that it's unconditional and, and just kind of own that. But then the, the next part about loving others is choosing to be unoffendable. And it is really hard, especially in today's culture it's very counter culture to be unoffendable. And so I just want to challenge everybody who's listening to think about that and, um, and take up that challenge, right? So we're going to talk about how to do that. But first, I just want to share a little story because I think it's funny that um, where I am now in Germany, I, you know, I'm around all new people that I've never met before and actually just I've actually had two different jobs in just over the year that we've been here and just started this, this job that I'm in now about November. One of the other um, people that I work with 
came to me one day and he just said, you just, you seem like nothing really gets to you. Like you just don't really get upset about anything. And I just died laughing because I couldn't believe that somebody had picked up on all of the work that I had been doing all of these last years, you know, trying to, to live unoffendable. And so I just, I say that to say that, um, you can do it, you can do it. It is hard work and you have to, um, choose it. It is a choice. And so I urge all of you to, to really think about that and think about, um, the next time you get mad at someone or offended, that you're choosing to hold a grudge and you're choosing to hold on to that offense. And so just think about that while we're, while we're talking about some of this, but I just came up with a few ways that we can choose to be unoffendable. So I have five things. So the first one is, um, just know that everybody else is going through something, I mean, you're probably going through something, right? We all are going through something. We all have stuff that we're working through, whether it's past issues or current issues. There's just always something in us that can can make us say something to someone that might offend them. And so just put yourself in their shoes, right? Just understand that their bad behavior or whatever it is that was offensive to you is probably stemming from a hurt or rejection some point in their life. I mean, they could be still reeling from some um, horrible thing that happened in their childhood even, and they don't even know that that's still affecting the way that they're treating people today. So just, just understand that when somebody offends you, that it might not actually be about you as much as it is about what they're going through. Um, and I know that being able to do that comes easier for some people than for others. Like, you know, I know that one of my spiritual gifts is mercy. And so God has gifted me with a little bit of this compassion towards others. And I understand that. And, and understanding your spiritual gifts really does help you understand how God created you to love others well, because you have your own giftings and maybe you're not gifted in the mercy area and it doesn't come as natural to you, but you have other gifts that God's given you to love others well. And I do offer uh, spiritual gift assessments in, to my coaching clients. So if that's something that interests you, you can check out my website for that. So the next thing is, number two, is consider how many times and how much you yourself have already been forgiven. And then extend that same forgiveness to other people who have hurt your feelings or made you upset. So when you really think about what God has done for you and how Jesus was beaten and mocked, abused, hung on a cross, and died so that every offense that you have ever done towards God or anyone else has been forgiven. And not only that, but everything that you do until you die will be forgiven as long as you're, you know, asking God to forgive you. And it's, and it's that easy. You ask him to forgive you and you're forgiven. And so think about how your relationships are with other people and, the grudges that you're holding against them because you're not willing to extend them forgiveness, even though you've been extended forgiveness over and over and over again by your creator. 
So that's just something else to think about when when somebody makes you mad or says something hurtful or you just really feel like you could never get past it. You're going to hold on to that grudge. Um, I challenge you, just think about about why you don't think you can forgive them when you have already been forgiven for so much. And then the third thing is um, to humble yourself. And uh, y'all, this is so hard. This one is definitely really difficult for me um, to consider your own pride in the situation or in the relationship and whatever's going on. And, you know, what is it about this situation that you deserve a different kind of treatment, you know, that you deserve to be treated better or you um, shouldn't be treated this way or, you know, whatever, like, you know, think about that and, and figure out some of those prideful roots, take a step back from the situation and really do some self-evaluation and figure out if maybe your pride is getting in the way of seeing things differently. So that honestly to me is, is hard for me. I know it's probably not as hard for everyone. Again, we're all gifted differently and pride may not be your issue, but, um, but the funny thing about pride is that it's sneaky. So if you are listening and you're like, well, I don't have a problem with pride. Um, (laughs) I, I would challenge you to, um, to dig a little deeper because maybe, maybe you do. Um, because people that have issues with pride have a hard time, um, seeing that they have this fault. (laughs) And I'm speaking from my own personal experience. But so the fourth thing is letting go of control. And I guess this is, this is tied to being prideful a little bit, but it definitely needs its own separate line item because surrendering situations or surrendering control of situations or relationships is very difficult and you need God to be able to do it. I just, there's no way to let go of control if you don't trust that God is actually in control. And so when you can surrender feelings in that moment or surrender your stance, if you think you deserve something or if, you know, you're owed to something or whatever, if you can just let that go and give it to God and let him be the one in control, then that really changes the dynamic and it shifts your perspective. And so if you can just recognize that you're not responsible for somebody else's behavior and you can only control your own response. You really sometimes need to just let go and, and trust God in that situation. You know, however, however that person offended you is, is what they did and they have to work that out with God and you cannot control them. You cannot make them do something differently. You can't make them apologize. You have zero control over their life. And the sooner you learn that and the sooner that you can um, surrender that and let it go and, and trust God to handle them and trust God to handle you, then um, it just makes it easier to, to forgive them and to let it go and to even see that, you know, 
their behavior is a product of something that they've been through, something that they're working out and and trust God with with that whole situation by letting go and and just surrendering. Know that you can't control them, but know that you do control your own response. You get to choose how you react to other people, and that is one of the key things about earlier when I said you, you choose to be unoffendable. You're either choosing to hold on to it and hold a grudge or you're choosing to let it go and surrender it. And then the fifth thing is also challenging sometimes um, to pray for the people who are offending you. And this one, so, you know, I mentioned that if you recognize that they're going through something or they're struggling with something and that their behavior or their offensive way is brought on by whatever issue that they're dealing with, that you can pray for them. I mean, if you, if you can recognize, if you can take a step back and recognize that, you know, they're going through something hard and I'm going to choose not to let whatever they said or whatever they did, um, change me in any way. I am not going to allow that to affect my life to the point where I'm going to react in an offensive way. But instead, I'm going to I'm going to choose to see that they're going through something. I'm going to consider the fact that I've been forgiven, so I should forgive. And I'm going to take my pride out of the picture a little bit and and look at things from maybe a God perspective instead of a hurt human perspective and pray that God can change their heart, that God can bring people into their life that will um, help them to be able to receive his love and live in the abundance of his love and treat people better, you know, and sometimes that prayer for somebody that has hurt you is just as simple as God help them, (laughs) you know, like, Sometimes it is really hard to pray for people that have hurt you. But once you do, I promise you, and I'm this is speaking from experience because I have definitely had to work on this. And I know for a fact that um, people that I had grudges, big grudges against, um, I have been able to completely let go and be unoffended by them and see them and and know that that it's all good. I don't have any issues. And that's such an amazing feeling of just pure freedom. It is absolutely freedom to not hold on to these grudges and to know that God is in control and that you can trust him with those people and let him deal with them. And you don't have to. And so doing something nice for these people is also one way to, um, that kind of tie that in with praying for them. I mean, it seems unimaginable when you're when you're holding on to that grudge. When you have that grudge uh, and that offense, you're just mad, and the only thing you can think of is getting revenge or you know making sure that they pay for it or they suffer in some way. But I promise you, if you switch it around and you do something nice for them, you're praying for them. It changes everything. And I just, I actually just thought of this. This was not in my notes, but there was this lady that I worked with years and years ago who um, was really 
not nice to me. And there was especially one incident where, um, she just was really ugly to me and I got mad. I was so mad. And this, gosh, how long ago? I don't know, probably almost 10 years ago now. And I did not let go of that offense. I mean, I held on to that for several years and really hated her. I mean, I hated her and I would see her in the hall and I would just feel this anger just looking at her or hearing her name. It just made me so angry. And in my eyes then, there was no reason to forgive her. I mean, what she did was unforgivable and that was that. Well, then, um, you know, I started going on this journey of receiving God's love and feeling him um, doing a work inside of me. And I wanted to, to learn to love other people better. And I was learning to live unoffendable. And this, this challenge to me about praying for them and doing something kind for them um, was really, really hard. But I took the challenge because I, I truly did want to live unoffendable. I wanted to be someone who could let stuff go and move on with my life and, and feel joy again. And so there was actually one, one morning I, and I had been praying for her at this point, I had been praying for her and I would see her and, you know, it was still kind of a struggle, but I would smile. That was like my first step, you know, just smile at her and say hello and, and pray for her. And when I would see her, I would pray for her and pray that whatever she was going through that made her so angry that God would be able to do a work in her life and, and change her situation, help her to see herself the way God sees her and to, to feel that love so that she could pour out love to others. And that was just my prayer for her. And then one morning, I don't even understand why, but I prayed that morning for God to be able to use me to show his love to someone else. I just prayed, God, help me to show your love to others. Give me, give me a person today that I can, um, that I can just show your love to. (laughs) And so I prayed that and then I went to work and I pulled into the parking lot and out of the car right next to me was this woman. And so she got out and she went over a different way to the sidewalk and I chose to go through all the cars because I was thinking I am not walking beside her. I don't want to be near her. And as I'm cutting through the cars and trying to, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one who's done this, but I was kind of watching out of the corner of my eye to make sure that we would not meet up at the door at the same time. So whether I needed to go faster or slower, I was trying to make sure that, um, that we wouldn't have that awkward, you know, moment at the door. And then the Holy Spirit convicted me. I just, I knew it was God reminding me that I had just prayed that I could show God's love to someone that day. And I knew that this was no coincidence that we would be meeting up at the door and I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I didn't know how I was going to show her love, but, um, when we got up there, she had all these bags and she just had all of her hands full, you know, and I got to the door first and stood there and held it open for her and told her good morning. And her face lit up so big and she said, thank you. And it was just, it was this crazy moment of, I don't know, I can't even describe it, but other than to say God was there and God 
helped, helped me to heal in that moment. And the way that I was healed was by being kind to her. So I share that just to say that I know it works. <laughs> I have lived this. And, um, and honestly, not long after that, we ended up having to go on a work trip together. And so something that would have been extremely horrible for me because of my grumbling and my, you know, grudge holding and offensive, you know, feeling offended, um, turned into me not even caring that she was there and having conversations with her about her family and her life. And I just praise God for that because I know that could have been a horrible experience and it turned out just fine because I was able and willing to choose to let that offense go and to let her go and to let God handle her. And, um, I really just, I pray for everyone listening that you will consider these things and, um, and take this challenge. It is a challenge. It's very difficult sometimes, but I promise you that your life will be the one that changes. You will be happier. You will feel more joy. And then you will be able then to love others more, love others better, forgive easier, and just live more of this abundant life that he's calling us to live, that he gave his son so that we could live. You know, he died so that we could live forgiven and forgive others and, and love others because he loves us. Just like, um, first John four nineteen said, so let's be examples of God's love. You know, I challenge you to pray that prayer. You know, how can I show God's love today? God, give me a person today that I can, um, that I can love well, the way that you love so that they can see you through me. You know, just that prayer of, of God, let them see Jesus in me, you know, and then just love people through that overflow. I mean, you have so much love from God that you can be a blessing to other people if you choose to be unoffendable. So it's not easy, I know, but carrying offenses around like this is just, it's an awfully heavy load that really ruins your life. And the way my pastor says it is, you know, it's like swallowing poison, expecting the other person to die. That's pretty much what, what holding on to offenses will do to you. And so, um, I'm praying you all will consider these things, maybe start out small, start out with a, um, just maybe you're just recognizing that that person is going through something and, um, and, and maybe you, you just back off a little bit and maybe not hold on to the grudge as easily as maybe you would before. So that's it for today. And I hope you'll join me again in two weeks for Enduring Faith. <laughs>